in there. It's weird and pissed off, whatever it is. She just goes a little mad sometimes. We all go a little mad sometimes. Game over, man. Game over. What an excellent day for an exorcism. You are invited to an open house where horror will be your host. Don't fall asleep. I feel like my son's been taking that advice, don't fall asleep, a little bit too fucking literally. Oh, really? We're going through the process of sleep training him at the moment because mm-hmm. um, he's a clingy little fella. Uh-huh. But, uh huh. But I have seen that in action. Yes, <laughs> we need some fucking sleep. So <laughs> we're we're going through the process of of training some old bad habits out of him, and it's working. But fuck me, mm-hmm. we are tired. And right now, mm. I'm actually going through a bit of a Netflix binge. Ooh. At the moment, because uh-huh. I'm just not functioning during the day. Uh-huh. And I watched Almost Famous again the other day, the Cameron Crowe film. Uh-huh. And our podcasting desk looks like the shittiest diorama to 70s rock possible. Because <laughs> <laughs> we've got me, tragically sober, trying to stay awake by drinking coffee uh, and eating the whiz fizz fizzer pops uh-huh. that we had here left over from Halloween and Easter. Don't try to justify it. You can eat candy. That's fine. <laughs> We've got a couple of non-alcoholic beers. Um, we've got a bunch of hot sauce and a bottle of bourbon for you. Yeah. Woo! <laughs> I'm no quitter. That is, well, truly commitment. <laughs> Why? You know, um, I've been fired in a pandemic. Um like people use all sorts of weird justifications for their behaviour. I mean, you know, why not? Oh, come on. If you can't record a horror podcast while sinking a Jim Beam and Coke, what's the point of living? What's the uh, point of... Nice justification for it. I mean, um, Australian test cricketer Glenn McGrath used the death of his wife to justify the killing of an African elephant. Oh. Yeah, it was grief. Oh, wait, did the elephant kill his wife? Is that how she died? <laughs> was this like revenge? Like he hunted it down like Liam Neeson. I'll find you. I have a unique set of skills. And then lobbed a ball and at just, it. Yeah, threw, threw a fucking bouncer at it. Just right between the eyes. Oh, fucking good ball. <laughs> you are Glenn McGrath. You brought down a fucking pack how, of them. How? Well, so did the elephant kill his wife? I don't believe that. Elephants are lovely. No, no. The elephant uh, was living a normal, peaceful existence in the in- bush and he paid someone a lot of money to let him shoot it. Ah, uh, so he turned into a cunt. Yeah, yeah. Or at least he let he let his cunt fly free. Uh, you know, keep. You know what? More people need to keep their inner cunt in. They do. You know, I'm just saying. Like, oh my god! If people start listening right from that point, they think that you're going to go on some kind of labiaplasty body shaking <laughs> rant. <laughs> oh no! Let those. Oh my god! Have you seen the outies? Of course. I, I have seen a couple of films. I've never seen one in the flesh. Really? I've only I've only seen the film. Haven't you worked in adult entertainment? You know. <laughs> <laughs> Not in porn. <laughs> no. I've like no, I've never I've never worked you've, like You've worked yeah. as a dancer. You've yeah, seen yeah, naked yeah. women. Yeah. Oh my god. Have I seen naked women? No, I've never I've never danced with a lady who had an Audi. Really? Yeah. It, it does limit the number of Deep dips you can do in a <laughs> in a waltz. I don't know. Like maybe it's just oh god. Like I never I never thought at the time. Like when I was auditioning, like I just thought I was like dancing. I never thought they were looking to judge if I was an innie or an outie. Maybe it puts you at a disadvantage. Maybe it's a niche maybe. market. Maybe I remember there there was a big upswing in the number of women going through labiaplasty procedures in the the late two thousands <sighs> because. 
porn had normalized. Mm. How do you fucking normalize vaginal beauty? That's fucking weird. Oh, it doesn't matter what you do. There is yeah. some like adult film. Oh, but that's like people who are like having their like their buttholes bleached. Yeah. Like, come on, calm down, everyone. If if you are dating, this is this is my terrible advice to women out there. Yeah. If you're dating a man mm. yeah. who wants you to surgically modify your vagina mm. and to bleach your anus. Yeah. He wants to fuck Michael Jackson's face. He does not want a vagina. He wants something deeply surgically modified and changed colour. Um, I look, I was just gonna say dump him. But yeah. yeah, that's yeah. 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 Yeah, and like when you dump him, do like a sassy move where you throw him out. <laughs> Yeah, like a like a beat it era <laughs> mask on the desk. Then you'll really regret letting you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, you know what? Your vaginas uh well that time that, that woman, that piercer woman tried to like she wanted to like pierce my vagina and kept showing me her giant book of vaginas. Yeah. Uh the necronoma what do we call it? The necronoma snatch. Um <laughs> Why would why would they be dead? <laughs> Oh, I'm just assuming. So she was scary. Jesus, imagine having a Necronomicon made exclusively out of labiaplasty offcuts. Oh my god! You know what? I guarantee there's there's somebody out there who's into it. Yeah, some Ed Gein. Yeah. Bookbinding fetish. <laughs> Here's my copy of Steel Magnolias. <laughs> oh, oh no! But yeah, so you know what? I, I've uh, I've seen many uh, many a vagina, and you know what? Every vagina is is beautiful. You love your vajay. They are all beautiful. You know what? And if you're lucky enough for a lady to let you look at her vajay, you mm. know what? You just say, "My God, that's beautiful." Yeah, and I'm not Captain America. I'm going in for God and country. Captain America. He does not eat pussy. People are starting to pick up on our subtle campaign to see who does eat the pussy, Mm. which is good. Yeah. We have got listeners. From the Marvel Universe. (laughs) Letting us know. (laughs) Look, I don't care what anyone says. I'm telling you, Captain America eats the pussy. We're going to have to get him on one day to, like, settle this argument. I don't know if he's that method, though, because what's his name? The guy who plays Captain America? Um. Oh god, I've just forgotten his name. Pre pre black Captain America. What's I'm, his fucking I'm, name? Oh god. Um I'm such a bad nerd. I've completely forgotten. And you want to refer to him like euphemistically as Captain America because he looks like him. Yeah. So you're he just really in, does. you're just in a fucking loop. Yeah. You're just like ah, ah, ah yeah. Like I mean if anyone was ever like genetically bred to be Captain America, it's him. Yes. Yeah. Um look, I'm just uh, we'll just we'll bring him out. We'll bring out a pussy and we'll see what happens. <laughs> Is this gonna involve yours? I do what I do for science, man. Just, just on a table like an Anton LaVey wedding. Oh. <laughs> it's science, sir. Science. I'll throw a rock at you for science. <laughs> oh, my God. I'd throw a rock at him. Woo! You would drag him into a cave like a Gary Larson cartoon. Oh, my Lord. Oh, I'd make him keep the uniform on, too. <gasps> oh. Death by snoo snoo. <laughs> This is what happens when we don't come in with a plan. We just... <laughs> we I, had a plan? I eat candy and we talk about eating pussy. You know. Eh, what else, I mean, what else is there to do on a, on I a don't know. fine not, Thursday evening? One of my friends runs a highly successful economics podcast and he's not talking about eating pussy. Yeah, but... <laughs> you know what? You can have all the money in the world. It's not going to get your pussy eaten. That is very true. Mm, mm, that is very true. Mm, mm. Who's a rich woman that could not get her pussy eaten? Gina Reinhart. Yeah. 
Yeah. You know what? Because I just reckon every time she'd open her legs, you'd just hear the cry of oppressed workers. Yeah, it'd be like one of those recordings of this is the sound they found in Russia when they drilled deep enough to find hell. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Give me a livable wage, (laughs) my children. (laughs) I want dental. (laughs) So, yeah. The song of the Kimberly. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. You know what? I was thinking about it the other day and it's so – I was actually – okay – Speaking on the whole, you know, like superhero and everything. I'm gonna, yeah. I'm going to go on a dark road just on a tangent because oh. you made me think about it. Okay. And I was thinking of how you view Batman, I think, depends on how it changes as you get older. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Because, like, you know, when you're, you know, when you're like a kid, you're like, oh, my God, Batman, he's a hero, he's awesome, you know, and then just a teenager, like, oh, my God, how awesome, like, he's, you know, he's this rich millionaire, he doesn't have to be doing shit, like, how brave and noble of him, you know, to be yeah. fighting crime. And then, you know, you get to the age I am now, which is, like, 19 in a day, and <laughs> you realise Batman essentially is one of the reasons why Gotham is the way that it is. Okay, 100%. for a start, he's getting all of his, I want a hundred of my face, you know, a thousand of my face masks, you know, send them off to like China and all around the world to like get them made. Okay, Sh- you know, manufacturing. Offshoring jobs. If he actually, okay, had all of the jobs, okay, in Gotham, okay, mm-hmm. and, okay, if he made less Money. If his employees made, okay, at the top were taking in less money and he actually paid, okay, his workers a living wage, they wouldn't need to take up crime. If he paid taxes, he would be able to sufficiently fund the police force, okay, so the police force could afford medical care so they wouldn't have to sell out his girlfriend so the cops need medical care to pay for their dying mothers. You know what, Batman? You're not the solution. You are the problem. So in your universe, Batman is set in Moscow, comrade. Oh, my God. I'm just saying redistribute the wealth. You really want to make Gotham a better place? Pay people a livable fucking wage. Give them affordable health care. Okay? Free universal health care. That's how you make Gotham better. Not by buying flying nylon panties. There was a beautiful moment in that rant where you had the people standing up and hand on heart and there was music rising in the background. Yeah. And all the lefties were on your side. And then you talked about increasing funding for the police. And oh no! <laughs> oh no! All the middle class BLM people who put a black square on Instagram suddenly don't agree with you. <laughs> black lives matter, but there's none in my neighborhood. So hey, it's all theoretical at the moment. <laughs> I seriously reckon, like, so we've got the, you know, I grew up with the Michael Keaton Batman. Yeah. Which to me is still one of the best because he brings that kind of, it's like Beetlejuice. Mm. He's a stand-up comic. Yeah, yeah. It's great. Yeah. Then, of course, you've got the various horrible iterations that happened with you know, Clooney and... Oh, um, don't talk about Clooney. I don't, nobody needs to talk about Clooney and his nipples. Yeah. The, the, the Bale Batman is good, but Nolan, you know, mm. he's a bit of a tosser. Mm. A little too many, too many feelings yeah. in the Batman world. And now you've got um, Guy from Twilight Batman. I haven't seen him yet. Some of the look, some of the pre-production stuff I've seen coming out looks pretty good. Mm. But I, I tend Does to Does he ag- glitter? No, he broods. 
Oh, oh he's, he's got psychological problems. He, oh. me, he meets out street justice. Oh. You know. Yeah. I tend to agree with you, though. I think the next Batman, mm. he should be like a fucking Silicon Valley yeah. Elon Musk type. Yeah. Who's like, fuck it, I've created an app. Yeah. And we're going to completely crowdsource justice. Yeah. And it's called Miro, like a like portmanteau of me and hero. Yeah. And like, if you get into trouble, you get onto the Miro app. Yeah. And you think, and an Indian student turns up on a scooter yeah. and just like slowly pulls a mask down and go, did someone call for justice? <laughs> And they've got to beat the shit out of a fucking criminal for less than minimum wage, and then get called a contractor and not get any health benefits. Oh, oh. and then he then he makes all his money on a fucking cryptocurrency. Oh, yeah. Oh, I too have a fairly cynical view of Batman. Oh, Batcoin. I kind of think we are living in your world. To be honest, we yeah. are living in your Batman world. <laughs> what would his crypto be called? Batcoin, Batycoin. Oh, uh, Guato. What? Guano coin. Guano coin. Yeah. Guanoin. Yeah. Guanoin. <laughs> What's in your crypto wallet? Oh my god! But do you think? Do you think we could get that Batman film made where it's like he fights crime and corruption by paying like a fair and equitable wage to his <laughs> workers? I always love the idea of undercover boss being reversed, where they got some person from the factory floor <laughs> just like go to the top. What are you guys doing today? Nothing. Like we're going to go play golf. Uh, yeah. And then I'm going to bribe an official and fuck my secretary. Yeah. yeah. And then I'm going to yell at the people on minimum wage f- yeah. for not making the company more profitable. By the way, I'm going to charge $50,000 for one dinner to this private fucking charge account. Yeah. Just like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Can you imagine? <gasps> oh. See, I've often said, you know what the problem is? Anybody who wants to be in power should not be <laughs> should in power. Should not be in power, no. As soon as you want it, nah, sorry, mate. Yeah. Nah, nah, nah. Power seems to find its way into the wrong mm. – it seems to be vested into the wrong mm. people. Yeah, because basically the, the, the people who want to treat us all with, like, you know, love and respect and we would all actually have good Star Trekian lives are the people who don't want to, <laughs> <laughs> you know, be doing that. So, I don't know. You know. At the end of the day, please remember, dear listeners, when in doubt, just eat the fucking rich. And not their pussies, just eat them. Eat them, yeah. Yeah, no sexual pleasure. Yeah, no Captain America, that shit. No. 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 You save your Captain America skill for the workers. Absolutely. Workers rise up and then pull your pants down and get back on your back. (laughs) (laughs) Because you have nothing to lose but your inhibitions. (laughs) Woo! Oh, my Lord. That's that's what... We yeah. need to replace the, the hammer and sickle from left-wing propaganda because it's just, tainted. Just an open spread pussy. Just a, just a pussy with a big old tongue running right up the middle of it. Woo! I'd vote for that. Exactly. The orgasms party. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. Nice. I yeah. Sticky fingers. Is that copyrighted by the Rolling Stones? Uh, it's also a terrible Australian band. Oh. oh well. we'll have to think of it. We'll have to think about what we're going to call the party. But yeah. <laughs> Feel free to rise up, citizens of the world. Rise up. (laughs) You know what? I've actually, um, because I got obviously my, you know, last couple of paychecks before obviously I'm, you know, on the unemployment. I've been writing a list of what are the absolute things that I want to try and bulk buy. So worst case scenario, I'll have things for, you know, the next year. Yeah. Um, So... (laughs) Oh, my God. My list, like, is, you know what? The good toilet paper. Ooh. You know, because you can get the, the economic – I don't want to get to the economical stuff. So, so I've got some of the good toilet paper and 
in paranoia, I'm buying a year's worth of cat food because that's my greatest fear because I'm like, I'll be fine. I don't worry about me not having food. I worry about my cats not having food. So I'm bulk buying a year's worth of cat food and putting it in the spare room. So worse comes worse, my cats will always have a meal. You do realise that you live in a country whose entire biosphere evolved to not have to worry about cats and therefore they're prime targets for cats. So you can actually feed your cats for free. <laughs> They'd be doing some rainbow-coloured poos with rainbow lorikeets and corellas and lizards. Look, I'm, I'm not going to drive my cats out into the streets because I have failed them as a cat mother. You would be fucking Gotham City to them <laughs> and you haven't paid your taxes. <laughs> the reason for the crime. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, my God. Yes, I would become that which I hate. <laughs> so, no, I've, I've, uh, I'm in the process to look around the best deals, what I could get for bulk. So, like, my spare room is just going to be a year's worth of cat food um, and the good toilet paper and hand wash. I figured that's pretty necessary. Yeah. And sugar I've, and bourbon <laughs> and Coke to go with my bourbon. I feel like your house is the one they all have a party on when they discover it in The Walking Dead. Yeah. Mm. Like, literally, I am. Because I'm a, I'm a prepper at the best of days. Yeah. So, when everyone was, like, freaking out about, oh, my God, like, we had these snap quarantines. Like, you're not allowed to leave your house for six days. Everybody was, like, freaking out. And I was just, like, looking at my cupboard. Just, like, pitch, please. <laughs> Let's make it six months. Make it a year. Fuck it. <laughs> Bring it. Meanwhile, your cats are going full. I am legend. <laughs> <laughs> They're fine. Oh my god! I have a uh, I have an emergency backpack. So if we the zombie apocalypse, c- you know, comes and I do have to flee into the wasteland, I've got those like mesh backpacks for my. Well, I got one for my cat. Now I've got a second cat. I'm gonna have to get another backpack. What's in your backpack? The cat. It's got the mesh, so you can put your cat in it, so you can carry your cat with you. So if you have to like flee into the wasteland, you obviously you don't want to walk around with like a plastic cat carrier because that's inconvenient. That would have made Alien a very different film. Mm. Well, no, they're just like, they're backpacks, but they've got like mesh on the side so the cat can like breathe and see and, you know. So you're like a caring smuggler. Yeah, exactly. No yeah. rare parrot in a PVC pipe up your ass. Yeah, no. Nah. For this Psh. for this lady. No. You know, it's more like if we, <gasps> okay, true story. When the, um, a couple of years ago with some of the really bad wildfires in America. Yeah. There was a woman who did not flee her trailer park in time. Good on her. You know, she stayed behind until she suddenly realised, holy fuck, we need to like, like we're literally going to, we have to move or die. Yeah. So the she only had, she didn't have a car and it was too late to get out anyway. It swallowed the road. So she literally shoved her cat into her plastic cat carrier and she like ran just like ran for her life like through these fields to, you know, to try and get somewhere. Um, And she was just telling the story of like she was just running and running and then she was running through this like forest area and this bloody cat carrier kept like banging on all the trees and it just became so heavy (laughs) and she was like exhausted. And so she – but she was just running. She's like, if we stop, we're going to be burnt alive. Like you can feel the heat. Yeah, yeah. And luckily she sort of came across this other like trailer, it was like a trailer park area. Yeah. But there was like a main house and next to it there was a um, 
like a laundromat area, but you had to go down the stairs to the laundromat. So it was sort of like the basement area was where the laundromat was. So she ran in and down into that basement area. And that's the only thing that kept her alive. And she was in there for a couple of days in the wow. basement. And then she, she sort of, she, and she's just, it was like ghostly, you know, it was like the, the hell apocalypse outside. So she was there for like two days and then eventually she sort of heard something and saw some light. She came out and there were just like forest workers who were driving through looking for survivors. They didn't expect to find anyone. Yeah. And so there she was and her and her cat survived. And I remember thinking after that going, oh, God, like, yeah, if I've got a track Mad Max style across the apocalypse, um, I don't want to be lucky in a cat carrier. So I got an emergency backpack. That was a long and fucking pointless story. No, it's for everyone out there. I'm just saying, when the apocalypse comes, think about your pets. Fair enough. Yeah. You you wouldn't think they'd be better off free? What, with the zombie apocalypse? No. <clears throat> More to the point, you're going to run out of tins to tap real quick. <laughs> <laughs> just hitting a baby skull. <laughs> yeah. Sounds strangely like a tin cup. We'll find our way. Occasionally I may... Luckily for me, if if zombie apocalypse movies have taught us nothing, all men turn into sex offenders straight away (laughs) within any kind of the end of the world happening so I can kill sex offenders and feed my cat sex offenders. So (laughs) There's our first bit of merch. (laughs) Is a tin of cat food just with a picture of Weinstein on it. (laughs) Sex offender surprise. Uh, Tastes like tuna. And now with gravy. <laughs> I'm just saying, you need to be prepared. So I've already accepted what I have to do with the apocalypse. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that, because if we, we were talking before, because like fucking trying to get serious about promoting this show mm. and how you do, you do a great job on social media. <laughs> I don't do any of that shit. Um, uh. You know, if we get to like 5,000 followers yeah. on Instagram, we should do something like that. Do you reckon we should do the, the apocalypse cat food? <laughs> T-shirt or a tote bag or even like a mesh backpack for your fucking for your cat. <laughs> oh my god, yes, we need to create part of our merch: zombie apocalypse backpacks for your cat. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, it's a hot seller. I reckon it would. Yeah, there's plenty of preppers out there. Who'd probably. Want well, that. it's not only that. Like, it's good to have because I'm like, oh my god, like, what if we're on like you know ten stories up and the building catches fire and you need to climb down a fireman's ladder? You put your cat in your emergency backpack. I'm gonna do a fucking. Apocalypse hot sauce called Prepper Pepper. <gasps> oh, make your human fucking meals taste better <laughs> with Prepper Pepper. Oh my God, there you go. For those who don't know, John has started his own sauce company. Yeah, because business. fuck a job. <laughs> In the words of Stitches, fuck a job. <laughs> oh my God, no, he's made a, a lovely red uh, sauce and a green sauce. What are they called? There's red and green sauce. Oh, okay. I don't have proper names for them yet. Oh. Pardon me while I open a celebratory non-alcoholic beer. Yeah. Woo! I'd, you know what? I'd pour myself another bourbon, but I'm out of Coke. I know. Um, we got some lemonade. That's what the apocalypse has come to. You don't have lemonade and bourbon. It's Jim Beam. That shit is furniture polish. Oh, you, I, don't, I can't talk to you. All our American listeners will tell you that stuff is wretched. It, or like by wretched, if you mean amazing. Okay. Jim Beam's the shit. 
Knob Creek, Jack Daniels. They're the ones I remember. <laughs> it's been it's been eight years since I've had a drink, and yeah, trust me, I'm fucking fiending for one. But people remember Hitler's name. Doesn't mean he's the best person. <laughs> he was the best at being Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> For six million points. <laughs> oh my god! You know what? It's it's that old say what you will about Hitler. He did kill Hitler. <laughs> that is good. Got to find the goal. You got to find the good point in everyone. You know. Yeah, and his was at the point of a fucking luger. <laughs> yeah. So be like your heroes, proud, boy, proud boys, and fucking munch on a nine mil. <laughs> Jesus Christ, what are we talking about this week? Oh, we got dark, didn't we? We did. We got dark. Dark as my liquor. (laughs) (laughs) Well, this week, well, let's be honest. We've all heard stories about spirits trapped in an object. Yeah, like that fucking bottle. If you are going to be trapped in an object, why not make it an object with arms and legs and a face? Why not (laughs) hide in a doll? It sounds like a very total recall kind of off-world colonies await. <laughs> Why not be trapped in the body of a doll? I mean, we've all seen Child's Play. We've all laughed at the serial killer being stuck in a doll. Although I've never understood why Chucky is such a menace. Like, he's tiny. Seriously, pick him up, lob him in the bin. You are seriously underrating the voice acting abilities of... Brad Dourif. Brad Dourif. I just kick him in the face. You know what I'm saying? I'm just like, get a broom. Do you know what I mean? Just... <laughs> it's just it's doll size. Pick it up and drop kick it. Like seriously. But you know, anyway, I do yeah. You've clearly never been attacked by a very small dog. <laughs> They're annoying. <laughs> oh my god, the serial killer doll. Oh, it's annoying me. Oh, it's nipping at my heels. Oh my It's god. a trip hazard. <laughs> yeah, oh my god, I tell you, if that doll trips you up, you're fucked. <laughs> oh my god. This week, we're going to look at a marionette puppet that may be haunted, that may be cursed, that may be anything but cute and cuddly. We look at Australia's most infamous possessed doll in Let Her Be Out of Here! (laughs) Or Who Let the Dolls Out? Who? 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 Or Who Wants to Play With Me? Now the notion of possessed dolls. So, and what's the, what's the doll called? Oh well, we're gonna. I was gonna dramatically oh, reveal sorry, that, but sorry. sure, yeah. No, thanks for uh, thanks for ruining the moment. I tend to do that. The notion of possessed dolls, in fact, is nothing new and probably existed long before recorded history. Most of the older civilizations have stories or rituals involving dolls or effigies. Ancient Egyptian priests would use dolls to free a body of evil or use it to curse those who went against the will of the gods. Pagans also used dolls in healing ceremonies to help transfer evil and negative energy from a body. Put them into yours. Western Central African tribes believed that dolls could harness the spirit of non-human forces that could be used to protect or heal a person. Even though most of these figures or dolls were used for altruistic and positive purposes, European settlers saw them as a sign of evil sorcery. That being said, 
in every culture, for all good and positivity in the world, there will always be one who will try and explore the power for the dark side. I mean, I'm imagining some kind of sex doll. Yeah. <laughs> it's... It's like that old thing of like for anything that exists, there's the porn. Yeah. I also think for everything that exists, there's someone who's tried to fuck it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> this could be why a 2013 study found that doll collecting was one of the creepiest hobbies for a person to have. Yes. I agree with that. Yeah. Have you uh, have you ever been in a position where you've gone home with someone for a bit of loving? And they've got a very significant collection of porcelain dolls. Oh, my God. No. Tell me more. Uh, well, you, know, you close your eyes and go for it. But <laughs> it's it's very creepy. Oh, like were they all in the bedroom? Were they all yes. just standing there watching you? I've had to move them off a bed before. Oh. Yeah. Oh. 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 Yeah. But having said that. Yeah. I find it's weird and creepy when people have pictures of family members around their bed. Like, I don't want... Like, why would you want Uncle, like, Johnny, like, looking at you, fapping one out? Yeah, because he probably does that in the flesh. You know? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I remember this time at band camp. No. (laughs) No, no, no. Oh, my God. So, yeah, apparently it's one of the creepiest hobbies for a person to have. Presumably the only thing creepier is sewing your neighbor's skin into lampshades, but still it's a close call. Or stamp collecting. Yeah, Mm. it's it's all up there. Yeah. Um, I have stamps, but anyway. Basketball card trading as an adult man. Is that up there? I think that's like the porcelain dolls of women. Like yeah. Basketball, basketball card cards. trading as, as an adult man. Yeah. 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 So this is my Scotty Pippen. It's like, you're fucking 40 cunt. Yeah. I mean, I I do I do have some, you know, Terminator figurines and Alien and Predator and the Shark, but that's different. They're collectibles. You also have a fucking bug out bag to put your cat in. Yeah. So, yeah, we've established the baseline. <laughs> That's the most normal thing in your fucking house. Did you know that a fear of dolls is an actual thing? It is called, unfortunately, it's a terrible name, pediophobia. Oh, dear. I would have thought Barbie Heller. (laughs) Pediophobia. Oh, Jesus Christ. And you've got to make sure that you say it correctly. Oh, yes. Um, It's described as an irrational fear of dolls. Pediophobia. Falls under the umbrella of automatonphobia. Automatonphobia. That's the one. Okay, yep. Which is a much broader fear of or phobia of anything that looks humanoid but is not. Uh, this extends to store mannequins, robots, even wax figures. Those clouds that have an uncanny face. <laughs> that latte art you fucking yeah. oh. barista did. No! <laughs> the walls start closing in. <laughs> you cursed my breakfast. <laughs> the word pediophobia oh dear. comes from the Greek words pedion, which means little child, and phobos, meaning fear and deep dread. Curiously, adults who suffer from this are also known to fear small children. I think that's leg- I hate small kids yeah, too. Though. Yeah, that's pretty that's, fair. Yeah, they're gross. Oh, when they have snot bubbles. Oh, oh God. Yeah. Oh. Now, this week's tale begins in 1972 in Wagga Wagga in New South Wales, Australia. A small town with a population that has grown to about 56,000 people. Beautiful little town. Hmm. Yeah. Kerry Welton, as a gentleman, 
was living in Queensland and was a real Aussie battler. He was always broke, it seems. Kerry supplemented his meagre government allowance that he and his wife received by scrounging for old oddities and antiques to sell at a profit. He was living in government housing and he just could never seem to catch a break. Aww. In 1972, he travelled to Wagga Wagga for the funeral of his late grandmother. After the funeral finished, Kerry saw an old building located not far from his grandmother's property. The property had both fascinated and terrified the local children with tales of the house being haunted. And an old man that would wander around with a sack filled with human heads. Fucking hell, that's a bit... Extreme. <laughs> so children would cross the road. <laughs> just, cross the road, kids. Yeah, He's yeah. got a bag of heads. <laughs> yeah, just, just, just. He would chase you, but those heads are kind of heavy. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, he's weighing himself down. <laughs> he doesn't have a mesh backpack for his heads. <laughs> see? You're yeah. starting to see that? Yeah, I'm starting to see the light. Yeah. They get to breathe. Exactly. Air that shit out. Yep. The property has both fascinated and terrified the local children. The property stood long abandoned now. Kerry decided to face his fears and enter the derelict building. You never know. He thought he might just stumble upon some old knickknacks or trinkets he could sell on for profit. <laughs> it's like the worst version of Stephen King's It. <laughs> <laughs> I had to go in there to try and find some antiques. Yeah, woo, I'm so poor. <laughs> some fucking monkey on a bike comes up that's all possessed. Ooh, Ooh I get 50 bucks for this on eBay. Yeah, woohoo. Oh, my God. Kerry walked through the building. Holes postmarked the walls and the floorboards. As he moved along, something light amongst the dirt and grey filth caught his eye. There, beneath the floorboards, a human face looked up from beneath the floorboards. Slowly, he realised it wasn't quite a human face. It was something else. It was the distorted features of some kind of doll. Kerry moved back the floorboards and there hidden beneath them was the doll. Kerry's hand reached down and as he picked up the doll, the doll's clothes fell to dust. Oh, it's a flasher. The doll had clearly been there, buried beneath the floorboards for a very, very long time. There was nothing else to be found in the home. Sees that and digs that up. <laughs> so, someone who's a very dedicated garage sale attendant. Oh my <laughs> lord! Like oh lord! Like I'm a shiny magpie. I'll pick up things too. But <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to go into this house that has terrified me my entire life. Explore it. Yeah. Find a tiny fucking ancient doll and take it with me. Yeah. Oh, what could go wrong? <laughs> As Kerry and his brother were driving back to Queensland, the doll was in a sack on the back seat. Kerry and his brother said it must have been a trick of the headlights of the passing cars that night because both brothers swore they thought they saw the sack moving. Yuck. At what stage do you throw the fucking thing out of the car? <laughs> <laughs> like, what does it take? <sighs> oh, my God. His brother later started moving the sack and saying, let me out. <laughs> <coughs> Sorry. Kerry later placed the doll in the boot of his car. During the trip, Kerry began to hear a loud and repeated banging coming from within the trunk of his car. 
as if someone had been trapped in the boot and was banging to be let out. Then Kerry claims he heard a voice howling, Let me out! Kerry stopped the car and opened the trunk. When he did, the noises and the voice stopped. There was nothing in his boot but his luggage and the doll staring back at him. (laughs) From that moment, Kerry began to call the dog Letter, short for Letter Me Out, and the name just sort of stuck. It's possessed with an Italian stereotype. (laughs) Get the other one, what's the matter, you? (laughs) I had this other doll for ghoul. When Kerry finally returned home, his ordinary gentle and placid dog became aggressive and repeatedly attacked the doll. <laughs> There's even news footage. It's this tiny it's little fantastic. fat little corgi. Just like... <laughs> rah, 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 rah. <laughs> oh. Kerry quickly moved Letter inside and away from his beloved pet, who, once the doll was removed, he returned to his happy and loving self. But for the next nine years, whenever the door the dog came whenever the doll came near the family dog, Randolph would attempt to attack it every single time. Now, before we go any further, uh-huh. um, because I'm a lazy shit yeah. and haven't read your notes. Yes. Do we go into a physical description of the doll? Ooh, okay. Because the- because one of two things is happening here yes. with that dog. Yes. Either it's genuinely scared of the demonic presence that is now in the home uh-huh. or he's deeply fucking racist. <laughs> because that doll is straight out of 1860s anti-Jewish propaganda. It looks like it should be running – it looks like Fagin, basically. <laughs> it's uh, – yes, we'll, we, we go into his uh, him a little bit more. Okay. Um, well, like, let, 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 describe the doll. Okay, it's – what is he? He's about it's maybe three foot tall. Not even. It's it's about two foot. It's the size of a standard, probably ventriloquist stomach. Uh huh. It has long, real human hair. Luscious human hair. I'm so jelly. Like oh, like if this doll is as old as they say it is, mm. fucking what is the secret to its luscious locks? I know. Fuck Pantene. Because find you, out what that doll. You is look on. at any rock star from the eighties, and they yeah. do not have hair that good anymore. Yeah, like. Lush. Lush. So lush. Beautiful. Um, and glass eyes that have painted red bloodshot around the eyes. <laughs> and just giant black, like, like a doll's eyes, <laughs> like a shark's eyes. They're dead. Yeah. It has a nose that Tony Hawk could perform stunts on. Yeah. It's... Yes, it's very like very most sort of marionette puppets. It's very distorted, very punch and Judy, exaggerated features. Yes, yeah, very menacing looking. Yeah, um, with some quite nifty looking shoes. Oh yeah, it's, it's really, got some nice loafers. Yes, and a little green suit. Yeah, but the green suit has been added. Yes, because as we know, his original stuff turned to dust. dust. I think it's quite funny though because this guy's wife has clearly made the suit for it. Yes. So from what should have originally been probably some horrible wizard coat yeah. has now been replaced with a cute little green suit. Yeah, just like a little jaunty oh, little, yeah. yeah. You look good on the toilet next to the doily. <laughs> Kerry let his children play with letter. Okay, that's fucked. <laughs> which, which they did all day. I found Satan. Who wants to play? The play was happy and without incident. Except until the children went to sleep that night. Uh. Both children began to scream uncontrollably from nightmares in the dead of the night. Letter 
was now sitting in their room. Jesus Christ. At the family's request, Kerry locked Letter in a suitcase and took him out to the family's back shed and there Letter stayed for some time. Didn't they have bins in the 1970s? <laughs> Eventually, curiosity got the better of Kerry. He took Letter to a nearby museum to see if they could help him with any clues about the doll's age. They used the nails used in the bottom of the doll's wooden shoes to date Letter at about 250 years old. The doll is carved from wood, has long, real human hair, and if you part its hair at the back, it has, well, it looks like someone has carved a human brain underneath his hair. Oh, Jesus. Unless that was just termites. (laughs) No, it actually looks like someone's tried to carve a little brain. Oh, okay. The doll, large glass eyes, uh, painted with bloodshot red lines around the iris. The nails and techniques used point to it being created to Eastern European travellers or, as the news reports, gypsies. Yeah, the G word gets used a lot. A lot. A lot. (laughs) You know. Um, Soon, suffering again from financial problems, Kerry places an ad to sell the doll, assured that all of his new information should help raise the price. Yes. A buyer responds and Kerry sets off on the drive to take Letter to his new owner. Linda, however, Letter, sorry, however, has other ideas. An unexpected downpour mires the journey, but Kerry presses on. When he finally reaches his new destination, he struggles to get out of the car like he is frozen. Eventually, he gets out, goes to open the back door of the car, and he struggles. He finally gets the door open and then goes to grab Letter, but Kerry cannot budge the doll. The doll that he has previously easily lifted with one hand now sits frozen as if it is glued to the seat. Kerry stands in the pouring rain, straining to pull Letter from the car, but Letter will not budge. Now soaked, Kerry finally takes the hint and lets the buyer know Letter is not for sale. Kerry drove back to his house. This time he has no problem removing Letter from the car and takes Letter back to the shed. Back inside, the rain stops. Good God, this is a powerful doll. But then things begin to change for Kerry. His brick brack and antique business goes from strength to strength as the items from his shed start to sell for more and more money. Kerry is able to move his family out of government housing and buy a large Queensland property with a luxurious yard large enough to require a ride on lawnmower. Truly, he is a man amongst kings. I love it. The news went there and they've actually got a picture of him just on his ride on lawnmower. <laughs> just... I made it, bitches. (laughs) He could afford new cars and even a travelling motorhome for holidays. Kerry worked with psychics to try and understand the backstory of Letter. One psychic tells Kerry that she feels the doll was made by a distraught father whose six-year-old son had drowned and that the doll had been made to receive the child's spirit and that she felt strong energy from the doll but nothing evil. Hmm. However, another psychic who had done multiple readings with the doll called Kerry one day and said that she refused to work anymore with Letter 
She was experiencing a significant level of misfortune and felt that the negative energy was coming from Letta. Once Kerry took Letta to a supermarket for a display and talk. What? And another woman who had not seen the display in another part of the supermarket started to talk about something evil, screamed and fainted. (laughs) And the woman was taken to hospital. (laughs) The story of Letta begins to spread across Australia and Kerry and Letta make numerous TV appearances. Where Kerry shares the story of Letta, Letta now lived in the family home. Although some of Kerry's family now refused to visit unless Kerry confirmed that he had taken Letta back to the shed and locked it in its suitcase. This does not seem to be an unreasonable request. Some people have a strong and powerful physical reaction to Letta, with people expressing extreme fear or sadness even being in the same room as Letta. I've got, something that's, I've got a feeling that's something to do with hanging out with an antique dealer. could do yeah some have claimed to have seen the doll move its head and posture on its own accord kerry says that people have heard the sound of letter scurrying around the house at night and in the morning he has left visible scuff marks around the house oh your 200 year old shoes take them (laughs) off and he's no doubt caused a few skid marks as well Letter is also said to emit a pulse whilst held. Is letter a sex toy? I don't know. But that g- nose might have a function. <laughs> yeah, what part of him starts pulsing? <laughs> it's like the opposite of Pinocchio. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's made of wood though. Oh. No one wants a splinter. Um this is very, very well polished. Another common occurrence is for light bulbs to blow. And it's not uncommon for pictures to fall off walls when letter is inside. Now, this has happened to house lights and studio lights when Kerry and Letter have been giving interviews. Once whilst being interviewed on national television, Letter's head can be seen on camera turning its head seemingly of its own volition Towards one of the cameramen, the sound of wood creaking as it does. The cameraman, scared stiff, left the camera and retreated to the back of the studio. <laughs> Jesus. Kerry says that, quote, people have been known to scream uncontrollably when the doll is even in another room. Just about anyone that sees the doll leaves convinced that it is possessed with some evil or dark spirit. In Kerry's words, quote, not many people like him. (laughs) Profound. (coughs) One of the psychics, I hear there was the same reaction to Trump either, but that's another story. One of the psychics hired by the studios describes Letter as the, quote, refuge of an angry soul. (laughs) could be me at the moment. Letters a pub? (laughs) But several mediums have all warned Kerry to not to ever try to get rid of Letter or he will be beset by bad luck. See, Letter's had its chances. I think it's it's got like a Stockholm Syndrome kind of deal going on. Oh, now they're kind of, yeah. So, like, he gets out of the, um, the, the, under the floorboards of that rotten house. Yeah. In the boot of a car. Let me out. No, no. And then, like, 
okay, I'll let you play with my kids. Oh, the kids have got nightmares. In the suitcase with you for nine years. Yeah. And he's like, he hangs around. He's had yeah. his chances. Yeah, yeah, he's trying to move you on. No, yeah. Letter has his own Facebook page. Oh, God. He has 1,300 followers and he <laughs> signs all of his Facebook posts off with the message, sleep well. <laughs> That's not nearly as good as all Mothman eat the carpet. And if you cover the cost of expenses, airline tickets, accommodation and food, then Kerry and Letter will come as guest of honour to your events. Why would anyone want a haunted doll at their event? Funny <laughs> you should say that because... Okay. Okay. While I was researching this, I just found another another site and people were talking and someone was talking about haunted dolls yeah. being available on eBay. Right. And I thought, surely not. Like, this is this just, no. Like, no, who, who gets Chucky? Like, oh, my God, oh, oh, what do I do? Who puts Chucky on the internet for sale? <laughs> I went to eBay. Turns out... There's actually a lot of fucking haunted dolls for sale on eBay. Do you want to get a sample? I you do. You want to pick one out? <clears throat> are they genuine or are they like Chinese imitation haunted dolls? I uh, well, the, these are the examples that I have, and I've actually I've written down their <clears throat> descriptions. Yep. Okay. Now the first one we have so for haunted spirit dolls on eBay. Uh, I tried to uh, stick to ones that were in Australia. Okay. Yep. Because that's where we are. Yeah. Yeah. The first one. Haunted spirit doll. Condition is used. <laughs> Sent with Australia Post standard large box satchel. Very old and tainted. Ew. Ugh. Spirited doll. In fair condition. Angelica has a beautiful, strong healing energy and helps with anxiety, depression and animal communication. Okay, yeah, yeah. I'm actually tempted to this one. I'm leaning towards Angelica. This is sounding great. Yeah. Angelica works wonders with animals and will let you know if she likes where you put her. Okay. Yep. Her energy is light, positive and beautiful. Uh, imported from America and brought from blah, blah, blah. Uh, that's a business. Yep. Uh, disclaimer. I am required, required by law to state that any doll sold by me is for entertainment purposes only and I will not be held accountable for something you may or may not experience. Okay. These are the same people behind the ride at Dreamworld. <laughs> so, so that is your, that's your good energy possessed spirit doll. Okay, yep, sounds good. On the other hand, and that was $36. Right. On the other side of the spectrum, for $200. Wow, that's what you get for $36. Happiness, good vibes. $200. Right. You can get none doll, demon attachment, leave cross on doll at all times. Jesus Christ. Haunted nun, nun doll. So it's actually a nun. It's dressed as a nun with a giant crucifix on it. Haunted, uh, like the first one, Angelica, just looks like a doll, like a doll you would give a child. Yeah. Uh, haunted nun doll came from a covenant owned by a nun, possibly demonic. Condition is used. <laughs> Same with Australia Post, large box or satchel. Came from the famous haunted bizarre Booth Brothers paranormal investigators. The doll came from a covenant owned by a nun who had very high EMF readings. Oh. 
on the SLS tube. She said, die, go away now. Okay. This is possibly a demonic spirit attached to this doll, so please be very careful. (laughs) Use gloves. Take at your own risk. I will not be responsible for anything that may or may not happen. For entertainment purposes only. Experienced person only. Warning! The cross must stay on the doll at all times. (laughs) What kind of entertainment are you trying to get? I know, like the entertainment of seeing your fucking family ripped to shreds by fucking Satan. But I love it. The doll that brings the healing energy, $36. The doll that will literally rip you in half and suck your soul out is $200. How are you paying more for the demonic one? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't I'm know. Just, you know I don't there's, so there's a chump for everything. Oh, my Lord. Okay. Uh, the next one. Okay. Or, you know, again, you know what, maybe just Satan, you know what, it's probably got a lot of lawyers, a lot of marketers, a lot of better people with better experience. Yeah, yeah. You know, Angelica, she's got like the CWA doing her publicity. (laughs) Like, um, uh, The next one we had, oh, I should have taken the picture. It is so creepy because it is a fucking clown. Okay. And it's it's only like about that high. So, So about the size of a Smurf, three apples tall. Yeah. Okay. Fucking clown. But it's not just a clown. It's one of those clowns that it's like it's a homeless person wearing clown makeup oh. from stuff they found in the bin and rubbed like, on their like face. A, kind of like a 1950s juggalo. Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, you know, someone who's been fired from the circus but refuses to let it go now has a drinking and alcohol problem yeah. and lives on the streets. Watched um, watched Joker and thinks it's about them. Yeah. 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 Yep. Haunted demon attachment vessel statue doll hates females. $125. <laughs> that's, that's probably accurate. <laughs> yeah, for all the incels, we have a dollar for you. Australian tradesman. <laughs> Works remotely. <laughs> hates women. <laughs> Possibly drunk. <laughs> Haunted demon attachment vessel statue doll hates females. That's literally as it was written. <laughs> The worst thing is, you not only will Satan fuck your life, he will fuck your sense of grammar. Uh, I put it in the corner and next thing I know in my dreams, I could hear the Joe Rogan podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. And then Jesus came to me in a dream and went there, not (laughs) there. (laughs) Because he's a pedant. Oh my God. Okay, oh, my God. So this description, just when you're already and you're like, oh, and then in the description, he used the little clown emojis. Oh, of course he did. You know, so because it's not creepy enough. Okay, this is the description. This is what you're getting for $125. So it's not quite as intense. You don't have to leave the crucifix on. Yeah. You know, it's it's not Satan. This is maybe just an underling. Yeah. Okay. You know, yeah. just. will make you think you're having a heart attack. And will jack with your head and make your phone do crazy things. So is this is this just a really old can of monster energy drink? <laughs> Follow me on my YouTube channel, Phantoms Follow, and thank you for stopping by. <laughs> oh man. But who who's sitting at home going, oh, yes, I need that doll that hates women as much as I do. Because <laughs> there's no one left at the pub to talk to. PayPal. Click. <laughs> Thank God I work five days on 
five days off on the mine. I can buy this haunted doll to share my thoughts. <laughs> Fucking women are bitches, aren't they? I don't know. Just won't let me go fishing or go to Thailand. Oh, all I want to do is have some sex crimes. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. But she won't suck my dick even though I won't eat her pussy. It's bullshit. <laughs> What's her fucking problem? <laughs> oh my god. Oh my, you know what? I'm gonna uh, our first book, we should just call it Learn to Eat Pussy or Die Alone. <laughs> That's the haunted doll we should have. <laughs> oh my god, buy this doll! It will it will like judge what you wear and not eat your pussy. <laughs> Doll stares at you disapprovingly until you eat pussy. <laughs> Captain America theme music may play. <laughs> no, the Captain Amu- America music plays when, like, my pussy gets eaten. <laughs> Just, we've all been in that situation where you're getting down and you feel someone fumbling for their phone. Like, you're not going to take a photo at the top of my head, are you? Then the Captain America theme starts playing in the dark. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. I've been a while. Oh, my God. In my dreams, it's going to be like Avengers Endgame. It's just, it's just Captain America lands and Thor lands and then the Black Panther is there. Um, and Who is the man who can't get d- enough d- of d- the clam? <laughs> Captain America can! <laughs> do, 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 do. Uh, puts a bullet in the cock of your best guy's dick. I don't know. Fucking. This is why I don't improvise. <laughs> oh, mm. my Lord. Okay. But I have saved the best for last. Okay. Okay. So, I mean, it's a tough call. Or, you know, like, you know, ooh, do you, I, who do you think you're leaning towards? Um, I'm, I'm going for the positive energies, the salt lamp version of the haunted. No, I've, I've already, I'm, I'm taking Angelique. I'm sorry. I really? called Dib. So, okay. you're either going to have to have the nun or. I'm going to go for the misogynist clown. Oh, really? Yeah. Typical. It's going to remind me of being back home. Typical. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Every time I get homesick, I'll just pull misogynist (laughs) juggalo out of the cupboard and go, (laughs) do you remember high school? Yeah, bitches. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my Lord. Now. Just that little fucking incel who's just like, if only they'd get with me, they'd find out what real love is. I'd show them how I'd treat him with respect. I'm a good guy. You're literally haunting a fucking doll. (laughs) For a start, stop calling her a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Good guys don't call women bitches. Give me your phone. Let me look at your Tinder profile. Why are you fishing? Why are you snowboarding? They don't give a fuck. Oh my God, that's the only thing missing. Yeah, you should buy him and just take a picture of him holding a little fish. Like it, it's literally every Tinder profile out there. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, seriously, I was going to say, I think I've 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 hooked up with that guy on Tinder. I'm pretty sure I have. Oh my god! Okay, so this is I think the pierce de resistance. Okay, this is most certainly the biggest ad. This one, shall we say, came with the most photographs. Do any of these come like certified by like? You know, uh, who's going to certify it? Well, it's like basketball cards. Like you get them certified. Wait, who? Jesus? I don't know. Like, yes, Angelique is definitely an angel. Ed, Ed and what's her face, Warren? Why aren't they doing it? Who've got like Annabelle in a cupboard? Aren't they dead now? I don't know, but like they've got people. 
there you go. She's like Annabelle's like the original basketball card certified in like in slab. <laughs> she's okay. been slabbed. She's in plastic. You can't touch her now. So you think they should just have like an accreditation process? Yeah. Demonicy. Yeah. Okay. Like yeah. You, you take it to the Vatican and the Pope mm. like picks it up and like looks around it like Antiques Roadshow. <laughs> I'd say this is a like level five points possession. At a, points yeah. it at an orphan. <laughs> See what it does. The orphan shrivels up like a skexy taking the life force mm. of a fucking gelfling. Then this is a level five. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, excellent. Points the clown at a woman. Yeah. Oh. Oh, 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 oh. One of them. One of them. Put them in the clown section. <laughs> He's oh. going to listen to Pantera and still drive his parents' car. <laughs> All I know is if you open the box and ominous music starts playing and there's sand, just keep your eyes closed. <laughs> Whatever you do, don't look at it. All right. Don't look at it until the box is shut again. <sighs> or if you're around Proud Boys, open it. Let's have a new generation of melting Nazis. <laughs> Woo! Oh, the, you know what? I, oh, it's been a while since we've had a good Nazi melting. Yeah, and all them because they've all got like really well sculpted beards and stuff. So mm. the beard would go first. It's mm. like the atomic flash when you mm. see like the paint go off a building. Yes. It's like all their, their perfectly coiffed. <laughs> that's all gone. Oh, my God. And it reveals their little inner cloud costumes <laughs> underneath. <laughs> <laughs> miss those days all right okay so this is the pierce de resistance of the dolls that i could find okay honest to god these are genuinely dolls for sale on ebay yeah okay all right um maybe that's what we should do when we get five thousand listeners we should order some of these dolls (gasps) we'll buy a haunted haunted doll off ebay (laughs) and see what happens okay we're Uh, doing this at your house no well no we record at your house like fucking hell um (laughs) okay <clears throat> Haunted doll, Angelique. First time sexual spirit. Oh dear. Erotic pleasure and passion. One hundred nine ninety nine. Sounds like a police sting operation. Haunted doll, Angelique. First time sexual spirit, erotic pleasure and passion. Can you feel her sexual energy? <laughs> Question mark. And I swear to God, this is genuinely, I've not made this up. This is word for word, the description. Okay. As read on eBay. Before I begin, I ask, and again, there are like 30 pictures of this doll from every angle. And it is just like like a porcelain doll that you give to a child. Yeah. Okay. okay that you get in the op shop for like $3. But it's just a massively horny dowager. Before I begin... I ask that you look into Angelique's eyes in the first picture. Stare into her luring gaze with your own. See if your vision becomes blurred. See if you feel a little aroused. Jesus, fuck. You may even feel slightly dizzy. That is Angelique reaching out to you. I was too afraid to look at the picture after this. I was like, get away, dirty bitch. She has chosen you. She wants to provide you with sexual pleasure. Today, I present to you the active sexual spirit of Angelique. She is what I call a, quote, first-time sexual spirit. This means that she died before she ever engaged in any kind of sexual activity. This is a police thing. She was a virgin in her physical life. Because of this... 
Her sexual energy has built up over years and years. Now she is ready to, capital letters, release it. Oh, Christ. Will you be there for that release? Question mark. This was written by a man and I don't know who he was targeting. Angelique came to me from a woman who I help rehome sexual spirits often. She always asked me not to reveal too much information about her. This woman is a skilled spirit binder who specialises in sexual spirits. Angelique contacted her to be bound to the physical world with the agreement to find her a sexual partner. She was then sent to me to fulfil her previous keeper's promise. All she wants is a sexual partner. Is this a Russian bride or a doll? <laughs> no, like, just, I don't know. Don't <clears throat> get put into a cucumber. Um, <laughs> is that you? Stare into her eyes and feel her sexual energy. It's a lot of like, yeah. you know, question marks yeah. and bullet there's, points. Yeah, there's a lot of question marks. <laughs> she will appear in your dreams at first as a... Large letters, full figure apparition, which means you will see her whole body. Oh, is she a Rubenesque? She appears often. This is how most sexual spirits operate. Once she builds a bond with you, she will begin appearing in the flesh. And when she does, you will be in awe of her beauty and allure. I'm a bit. So, oh, oh, Angelique, what does fucking. 40-year-old fat Thelma from Oongabaloo. What, she doesn't get her shot to be a sexual goddess? Oh, but it continues. Oh, my God. Angelique. This is just the description. Angelique was 19 when she passed from the physical realm into the spirit realm. This, this was written by a pimp. She never experienced sexual activity and still calls herself a virgin. She is looking for someone worthy of her to be her first time. Oh, God. This is what she wants. Wants is in italics. And she asked for me to use the fact about her to find her a sexual partner. She knows that she will turn you on. She will manifest as a bright-eyed, youthful girl. She is proud of her body and she knows you will like it. She wants to flaunt it in front of you and watch you turn red with desire. Oh, your protuberance flourishing. <laughs> she has flowing blonde hair and alluring ocean blue eyes. She is waiting for you. When she appears to you, she will pull the two of you together. She wants to explore her new sexuality with you. She is ready. Are you Question marks. This is horrific. All capital letters. Are you ready to be teased by her? Oh, God. Question mark. God. Angelique will provide you with capital letters. Any pleasure you like. She will be very, quote, enthusiastic. When you interact sexually with her. This is a police thing. All she wants is for you to have a good time. And her deepest desire is to provide you with pleasure. She has reassured me that this is her only goal with you. 
not find the person who murdered her apparently, but, you know, sure, just get a leg over. But, you know, anyway. (laughs) (coughs) Now, again, all of this is in bold. Oh, man. Angelique will seduce you through any means of communication. She will visit you in your dreams to tell you how badly she wants you. She, you will hear her calling from your bedroom. Whoa. You will feel hot spots. <laughs> Prepare yourself <laughs> for the spiritual sexual experience. Are you ready? <laughs> Question I'm mark. I'm fanning myself right now to get rid of the hot spots. <laughs> like a southern bell. We are now moving out of bold. Oh, no. If you would like this vessel, we're going back to bold. It's a vessel. Bound to you before arrival. Please send your name and birthday in a message. And your ATM pin and passwords. Being bound with a spirit will allow you to have a closer relationship and will increase their activity. This is something I offer free of charge and I highly recommend the process. Yeah. That I will then later use to blackmail you. Yeah. Angelique gets along. Oh, oh my God. This is because I know you were probably worried about this. She gets along with a Chico roll poster, does she? Oh, yeah. And no. the fucking David Boone VB talking doll that you've still got from the cricket 20 years ago. Angelique gets along great with other spirits, <laughs> pets, <laughs> and children. <coughs> she will cause no harm. Okay. So she will fuck you, but she will not fuck with your cat. Oh, dear. She is such a powerful spirit and will make a great addition to anyone's collection who is interested in sex magic. (laughs) And the best thing about that is he has followed up the words sex magic. I am a reputable seller and have been for years. All of my items are authentic. You will receive... A tangible item. (laughs) You will be extremely satisfied with your purchase. During the binding, you may feel nauseous, have a mild headache and experience mild dizziness. That's guilt. This will subside and will go away. Shame never goes. No, it does not. (laughs) It never goes. He is then put again in bold letters. Authentic! Exclamation point. Don't trust me. Check my rating at the uh, Australian Spirit Binders Association. (laughs) Sexual! Exclamation point. Erotic! Exclamation point. Active spirit! Exclamation point. When I say a spirit is active, this means that the spirit does exhibit real paranormal activity that has been researched and has been witnessed by more than one person. More than one person saw me get a boner to this doll. (laughs) There are often people on the train. (laughs) I do not list non-active spirits unless they are requested because I want you to have a true paranormal experience. Oh, my God. You'll be receiving a beautiful porcelain doll. Angelique is around 14 to 16 inches tall. Her body is stuffed and her head, neck and arms and legs are made of porcelain. She has long blonde hair and alluring blue eyes. She is wearing a pink dress with frills. Please note that all of my sales are private, so you will remain anonymous. Until I blackmail you. (laughs) I value all of my customers and will do everything to make sure you have a pleasant experience with my paranormal items. I also want you to know that your vessels are packaged with care. (laughs) 
They are wrapped in bubble wrap if they are breakable. I don't want anything to happen to any spirit vessel. If you feel that a certain spirit is calling to you or you may notice you are being drawn back to a certain one, then make no mistake as you may just be the one they are searching for. Do not be afraid to message me as I am flexible and I will work with you on prices as well. (laughs) Per eBay's policy, I must state that I am not to be held responsible for any paranormal occurrences that may or may not happen. Each person experiences things differently and in a different manner. You must be 18 years old in order to bid on any of these items. Items are sold as is. You are bidding on an actual items. These items should never be reused in replace of any type of medical needs. You are bidding on a tangible item. Where in eBay's terms and conditions does it say that you've got to warn people they might be buying a haunted pimp doll? But should not be used in replace of any type of medical needs. <laughs> I was, well, I was going to try chemotherapy. <laughs> Instead, I'm going to shove this haunted, horny yeah, doll up my ass. Yeah, the ghost pimp has a point. <laughs> what type of medical need <laughs> does this... Psychiatry? <laughs> That's a medical need. Oh, my. And, and how much is Angelique? you believe i couldn't believe she is only 109.99 that's a bargain for the spirit of a horny ghost i know considering the one that's gonna you know like well you know one will suck your spirit out for 200 and one will suck your for 109.99 there you go where where is the spirit medium going to come along who meets a horny ghost and just sit him down mm. and go look you're placing too much of value and your own mm. self esteem on somebody else mm. here's what you're going to do mm. discover masturbation mm. and then go to university and get that degree you always wanted yeah. and life is going to be much easier yeah absolutely get yourself a cat and learn to finger yourself properly done um i'm i'm not sure i'm happy with the what the cat and the fingering in the same sentence <laughs> I want you to make sure that there's there. there okay, there this person needs to know there is punctuation between that, between those two things. Those two things are not related. No, and don't finger yourself in front of the cat. No, the cat's smart enough to leave. Some dogs. No, are. no. Sometimes they sit there and judge. Yeah. Like they'll just like like if you're trying to have a shag, they'll just like sit on like the thing and be like, "You whore." Yeah. You know. But, uh, yeah, so they're your options. Yeah. So what do you think? For 5,000 listeners, are you going to get in Angelique the Horny Doll? Should we do that? Should we add Angelique the Horny Doll to our team? Angelique the Horny Doll is 100% a police sting and I'm not going anywhere <laughs> fucking near it. <laughs> it I, I guarantee you it's just a GPS transmitter <laughs> and, a, and a Wi-Fi data harvester. That's oh all it is. Oh, my God. I had to, like, look up these things on, like, eBay and, like, now – because, you know, I just I, – I, you know, I use it to buy, like, you know, like, books about, like, you know, haunted places across Australia. Now I've looked for this. Yeah. Yeah, my, my algorithms are ruined. <laughs> but, yes, the, uh, the, the sales pitch by the Russian pimp really wasn't the best. Um, I honestly think I'd much rather have the haunted will kill you for two hundred bucks one. Yeah, yeah, that's a bit more. What? But like, I mean, what could he do? Like, he couldn't possibly use any more bold or italics. What more can you do? There was a lot of warnings in there, mm. and you know, I've bound the spirit of a murdered horny teen mm. to this porcelain doll. Mm. Mm. Uh, by the way, it's cheap. Mm. It's like the Aldi version. Of one. <laughs> It's like, oh my god, this thing sounds amazing, and it's only a hundred and nine dollars. <laughs> I can get that and a caravan cover. Yeah, woo! 
which I can put on my motorhome thanks to uh, letting me out and bringing me fortune. Oh, my God. Yeah, the elder version, it's not Angelique, it's Anger Creek. <laughs> oh, my God. So, no, you don't. But, yeah, so, you know, if if that's something that you're interested yeah, you can uh, you can find that on eBay. I still don't understand why the nasty ones are worth more. Why would you want that? Because uh, so, <gasps> some people have low self esteem and want to be treated like shit. Do you do you like buy it and give it to your worst enemy? <gasps> Take off the crucifix. I've got a few. Oh yeah, yeah. Give it to their shit kid who <laughs> keeps like you know like. Oh my god! If you're on a bus, like or like on a plane with a long trip, you've got a kid that's kicking the back of the seat behind you. Just be like, oh, here we go. Just take off the crucifix, hand it to him. <laughs> There's a kid at the back of the bus playing hip hop through a phone. <laughs> here you yeah. go, son. Yeah. <laughs> May it bring you good fortune. <laughs> oh, it looks like a juggalo. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my god. So uh, that's. Uh, that's what I found out about haunted dolls. They come in all <laughs> shapes and sizes. And I think basically if you look under the floorboards and you see a haunted doll and you th- think it looks like a murdered person or it gives you a boner, you know what? Just leave it there. Leave it there, yeah. I like how very Australian that story is though. They find a haunted ancient doll, mm. which, you know, let's just discount the fact that it was stored in a moist environment outdoors under a fucking floorboard and it's made of wood and somehow survives. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, human hair, oh, that decomposes in the open air. Um, and, you know, 200-year-old shoes, yeah, yeah, they look like fucking hush puppies. Yeah. Anyway. It's because it's evil. Yeah, well, true, hush puppies are fucking evil. Anyway. <gasps> Do you reckon it's ever given, like, Carrie a weird erotic boner? Like Angelique. Do you think that's the bit of the interview that, you know, we've the unsigned story of why he's actually kept on to letter for like 20 different years? It's like, yeah, sure, she terrorizes the children, but I've had to throw out my Viagra, the boners I've had. (laughs) That lush human hair. (laughs) (laughs) But it's so Australian. So they get this haunted doll and everyone thinks it's evil. Nothing terribly evil actually happens. Yeah. A few people get nightmares. And he sells a bunch of antiques. Yeah. It's like a terrible twee Australian film about an Aussie battler. Yeah. Who he, triumphs over adversity and now he's got a motorhome. Yeah. Thanks to a slightly satanic, horny doll. Yeah. <laughs> and his TV appearances weren't terribly horrific, except for the time that he appeared on Midday with Carrie Ann Cannelly. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he certainly got the Jeff Harvey nose, I think. But. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, you know, maybe it's hereditary. What could now, now, now? Wow. Awkward. Yeah. Why don't you just say he's got a big Jew nose, big yeah. old Shylock Jew nose? Yeah. Yeah. That's. <clears throat> she, how does that woman still have a job? I don't know. She, I, I reckon maybe Letta finally got his revenge on her when she fell off that trapeze. <gasps> maybe. Yeah. Maybe. That is some fucked up footage, by the way. If you've seen Carrie Ann Kennelly, who was like Australia's what? Our Katie Couric. No, no, because no, 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 because you know, I, I, I'm sure Katie Couric had some like some qualifications to be on TV. Like she'd actually done like a journalistic degree. Yeah, I suppose Carrie Ann Kennelly had this bizarre ability. No, to... she's like one of those people from like that you would see on like The View. Yeah, no qualifications whatsoever, but just kept turning up. Yeah, to. Yell hateful things about minorities. Yeah, yeah, and how white people are oppressed. Yeah, she stayed on TV because she would, she was pretty well ageless. 
mm. up until about now. But then she gets herself on a trapeze and falls a good five metres. <laughs> Blat! <laughs> onto the circus floor. <laughs> and we just cut across to like a statue of like a clown holding a fish, <laughs> laughing. There is some wonderful footage though of her getting Alan Jones, Australia's Rush Limbaugh, on her TV show to talk to Chopper Reed, the infamous okay, yeah, standover yeah. man. Yeah. Uh, talk about Chopper Reed, I should say. Because uh, Chopper Reed obviously released from prison, had a whole bunch of best-selling books. Mm. Controversial, this guy who was a confessed murderer suddenly profiting from his crimes and becoming mm. a cult figure in Australia, a larrikin. And Alan Jones is on there bemoaning him and saying how it's terrible that he's making all this money. Chopper Reed rings the show. And halfway through, live TV yeah. is patched through onto the show. <gasps> and is actually there talking to Alan Jones at the time. And Alan Jones, m- most people in Australia didn't know this, had recently been arrested in London for lewd behaviour yeah. in a public toilet. And Chopper Reed brought this up live on air. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm not the one who was arrested in a public toilet in London, Alan. Oh, they shut it down so fast. <laughs> I miss Uncle Chop Chop resting. I'm going to put that quote at the end of this episode. Yeah, that was – oh, my God. Yeah, for our American listeners, Uncle Chop Chop, Chopper Reed, yeah, was yeah. a lifetime, you know, criminal. Um, you know, like, bless him. At the end of the day, if he had received sufficient mental health treatment when he was younger, I don't think his life would have unfolded the way that it did. No, he, would have been, he would have been a professional entertainer. Yeah, like, oh, my God. Like, it, it was one of the best storytellers you would actually, you know, ever yeah. encounter. Um, and one of his most famous quotes was, never let the truth get in the way of a good story. Yeah. Um, and went on to tell, like, you know, the, the stories about his life um, in crime, did tours, wrote books, the most shiplock, uh, uh, what do you call it, shoplifted book in Australian history. Yep. Hey, would have made him so proud. Yep. Um, oh, yeah, once in prison, uh, hacked his own ears off. Yeah. 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 Let's see him turn up in a haunted doll. <laughs> oh, can you imagine? <laughs> oh. Real sexual energy. <laughs> oh, my God. I saw Uncle uh, Chop Chop in one of his tours. Yeah. Oh, my God. Great, great storyteller. Yeah, he was. Yeah. 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 Lifetime criminal and confessed murderer, but man, can he spin a yarn. Yeah. You know, it was it was always like, oh, the people I killed were dicks. <laughs> yeah, they were drug dealers. You know, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, you know, bashed some kitty fiddlers. So you know, it was lovable. Yeah, and here's to all the the people who bashed kitty fiddlers. Yeah, here's to you. Let me raise my cup to you. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, fucking hell, this goes south quickly. But you know what else goes south quickly? What? Real mothmen eat the carpet. Who is the man who's obsessed with eating the clam? Captain America can. And speaking of high moral ground, morality is gushing through the corridors of Channel 9. We've decided not to go ahead with the interview with Chopper Reed live on this program. I guess it's what you call a value judgment, but... We took the high moral ground. There was a lot of heated debate about it. We might be wrong, but the question remains, I think. The question to be asked is, should a convicted killer and torturer be given publicity or not? To discuss the issue, we welcome broadcaster Alan Jones. Alan Jones, the gatekeeper of moral values in Struggle Street. Well, it could only happen on the ABC, and and taxpayers fund that sort of stuff and I think 
responsible and decent Australians who are taxpayers find that whole treatment absolutely horrific and appalling. But how long did the high moral ground last? About three and a half minutes. If we turn the society to a situation where people please themselves about how they deal with those whom they don't like, then who is to be the next victim? Well, we're not talking about anyone living in glass houses, Chopper. Yeah, well, I never got arrested in a public toilet in London. Yeah. Oh, Chopper, I'm sorry. I actually, I'm now pulling the plug on this. I actually have no desire to listen to anything else uh, that you have to say. Thank you very much for calling. That's as polite as I can possibly be. A truly magical television moment.